Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Back this week, I'm Travis McFalls. And I'm James Hamilton. And contrary to popular belief, um, James is neither dead and I have not gone insane. Nope, we're back. We took a little break. We took a little break. Just needed a little break. Sometimes you need one from time to time. For me, it was work, man. Just work is bearing down on me lately. Yeah, same here. I actually uh, put in probably the first 13-hour day I've ever put in my life this last week, so... It's, uh, you know, we, we don't get paid for doing this, so it's, uh, we, do, we do have day jobs. Yeah, we have day jobs, got to pay the bills, and last week I almost hit triple digits in terms of hours. Yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. Just had deadlines, and with the holiday coming up, this has actually been, I think, my first day off in 25 days. Wow. Wow. I couldn't take it, man. I need my downtime. I need it, too. I just got to get it done, you know? Yeah, sometimes shit just stacks up on you, and you got to deal with it. We're uh, joined today by a special guest, uh, the pup. Yep, and the Danif's here. The Danif is here, and she is she is going to town on uh, one of our power cables here. Is she really? <laughs> well, you know, that's a self-liquidating problem right there. <laughs> she gets a certain ways through the cord, and she'll be done with that. Yeah, I suppose so. What is she doing? Oh, man, she's just going to town. All right, Wolf, come on over here. Uh, just to report, she has gotten much bigger since the last time I've seen her. She uh, appears to be a healthy young pup now. Yeah, healthy and a huge, a huge. I mean, she's just like a little tiny kid. Yeah, she's about the size of a small child. <laughs> I'll hold her for a little bit so she doesn't distract us. So, hey, you, uh, you received a package in the mail, and it contained my cassette tape from Baby Island. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yeah, I was about to say, um, came in again with Baby Island. That's song number four. So now that we have our cassettes, which I was listening to on the way into doing the show, and uh, we just reached the end of side A. Yeah, they are. Uh, I hope people are checking them out. You know, I was looking at our, we have SoundCloud, excuse me, SoundCloud plays, and then we have some iTunes plays, and... We're doing pretty good. We have thousands of plays. Really? Yeah. I, how do you? I, I've tried to check our iTunes plays. I, I don't know how to do it. Do, is it? Do you have to do it through the whatever you call the master profile or whatever it is? It depends on how they access. So we have our RSS feed, which is SoundCloud has its own way of counting it. But then we have all these other websites that access us in a similar sort of sort of way that have their own counts like stitcher and and i you know she's, she's just, just keeping your hands full man 
she's dominating my life. This is definitely not the down and out pup we've seen. No, no, she uh, needs to be part of everything. Every conversation, every. <laughs> I think I bought a two hundred pound lap dog. Yeah, I think you just did. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, hell, man, I get up to just go like walk, walk across the room. And she's, hey, what you doing? What you doing? Hey, uh, uh, uh. you gonna pet me? You gonna pet me? Can I chew you? Can I chew you? Is that cool? I'm teething here. <laughs> chew, please, chew, chew. Come on, just your jeans, just your jeans. You know, they, they, I went to the vet and they asked me if I was going to cut her ears. I guess they cut Great Dane ears. They crop them. Oh, yeah, the cropping thing. Yeah, crop yeah, 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 yeah. I think she looks cuter, fluffy, you know, well, floppy, she, floppy. She's part Mastiff, and Mastiffs don't, they don't do that. English Mastiffs, they don't do that with their ears. And you can see she's got a pretty boxy face. Yeah. My wife's not for the cutting of their ears off and shit. She's not down with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, I don't know the exact process. I know when I was looking, like, doing some research on, uh, what the fuck that Doberman they do that with Dobermans gives them a little more fierce look you know mm-hmm. and uh not this one no she 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 looks cute with the flop yeah we're not gonna do that and but, plus too you know there's ethical you know there's ethics with it too uh, apparently yeah you're right yeah, yeah there's people that are for it people that are against it both sides fiercely believe what they believe yeah we bought a mutt basically a 50% great dame 50% english mastiff so we're not we don't need her to look fierce. We just wanted a big, lazy dog, and we got absolutely the opposite. She's just full of energy. <laughs> she is fight. She is a pup, though. That's what they keep telling me. She sleeps 20 hours, but the four hours she's awake... She's just on. Hell on wheels, man. <laughs> so uh, what hour are we on of awaken here? Is she going to uh, is she gonna pass out on us at any point? Are I you- think so. She's usually up for a strong half hour, and then she starts getting... You'll probably start to hear her make noises. She talks before she goes to sleep. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I, I had her crated because I was kind of running around doing some stuff. That's the best way to train a puppy, by the way, is See, to use and, a crate. Yeah, and people debate that, too. They say that that's unethical. I've heard that. I, I, I'm going to argue with those people because dogs of any breed have no reason to hold it because they're outdoors. There's no reason to hold what they're doing. Right. So the only way they learn to hold it is you put them in a confined space because they don't want to go to the bathroom where they sleep. Right. And then they, oh, okay, I can hold this. Yeah. And that's how they, they're able to be, you know, that's how people are able to work is the dogs learn to control their bladder. Right. And I try to control it by how I feed her and how we water her. And, but, man, she's just so big, dude. Look at her. I know. She's gotten massive. She's just, she can't even walk. Her, she, she trips over her own paws. <laughs> she does. She's just, uh, I'm going to put her down. Okay. Because this is just... See, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's, yeah, she's a curious one. Go break something of daddy's. Good, good girl. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, back to Baby Island. Mark sent us a tape, right? Mark sent us both tapes, yeah. I got number five, it looks like. Yeah, I got number 11, which I'm cool with. I think I should have probably gotten the higher number just because, you know, I did deal with growing up with the guy but uh actually number 11 you know i think the number 11 is a cool number anyway so i'm kind of glad that i pulled 11 well i'll take good care of it and as a collector i probably know how to handle it a little better than you do so we'll just go with that really i did i i am a collector as well remember i do have a collection of records you do oh dude i got the coolest thing for obi-wan oh <clears throat> does he listen to these obi-wan yeah oh you know it does he especially if we talk about him ah uh. Then, then he'll actually go out and uh, talk about it if we talk about him. So I found something that embodies everything that is Obi-Wan, even the persona he likes to adapt. Oh? You know which persona I'm talking about. I don't want to uh, ruin it. Yeah, I, uh, we, we know specifically. Actually, those of you guys that listen to the show, when we go into his persona, most of you guys are perceptive enough to 
you, you guys hit it on the head when you get back to me. Yeah, he, he is just like Hunter S. Thompson Yep, in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? He's just like Johnny Depp as Hunter S. Thompson in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I found two, two matching pieces of art pertaining strictly to not only that movie, but that character. Oh, man. And I'm having them framed, and I got them for him as a gift. So it'll still be a surprise when he gets it. Right. I told him I found something. Yeah. But well, when you see him, they are cool. Man. When, when is he going to get it? Because uh, this is dropping on Tuesday. Well, I don't know how long they'll have. I have it framed at Michael's. Yeah, and it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we had a name for uh, what's-her-face. Uh, you know, the last mistake he made. What was her call sign? I forgot it already. Oh, oh, you said uh, string bean. String bean, thank you. You know what, though? When we were in the car the other day uh, driving around... Um, I just have to say, we did go see, uh, later that night, we saw the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reunion show. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. I want to hear all about it. That was fantastic. And as we were driving around in the car earlier that day, um, we were actually talking about String Bean, or as you call her. I heard that you had another call sign for earlier, though, in the relationship. I did, but we can't use that. It was cracking me up. I'm going to use it. Okay. I'm going to say it. I'm gonna, did you? Did you call the girl Skeletor? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is just so stone cold, man. Well, dude, she's a skeleton with skin. This is true. <laughs> he likes them uber thin, like, you know, Africa, like, Somalia yeah, yeah. thin. Like, like you just want to give him a cheeseburger thin. Like You'd you just... see it go down all the way through process <laughs> on its way out. She's just, there's nothing to that girl. She's, yeah, yeah, even, yeah, I saw her actually when she was uh, pregnant. It was. Uh, I ran into her at the airport just by chance. We were both going through security together, and she didn't recognize me. And I just saw an opportunity. I had to. And she's like, "Hey, string bean, string bean, is that you?" Oh no way! How's it going? Congratulations. Looks like yeah. Oh oh. Because I didn't. I didn't quite. Th- I wasn't quite sure it was her at first. But then the guy that she left him. Um, that she left Obi Wan for. Uh, of course, you know, he's showing me all the pictures. This is what she left me for. Da, 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 da. Every picture, the dude's holding a tennis racket. Yeah. And uh, feathered back, blonde hair, tennis racket. You know, I call him the tennis player. And he, uh, sure enough, I look at this pregnant girl going through security. And then, like, I'm like, is it her? Is it her? And then I look to, to her right, and I see this guy, feathered blonde hair. I'm like, I'm not quite sure yet. And then, you know, through the little x-ray machine or whatever, out comes a tennis racket, and he grabs it, and I was like, oh, fuck. We have a name That's for that dude. The, oh, really? Yeah, Beaker. Beaker. Just like the Muppets? The yeah. The dude looks just like fucking Beaker. <laughs> That's right. I have heard him call him that before. Yeah, in, my, in my head, he's, just, he's like the tennis god or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't personally. The tennis Adonis. <laughs> I don't personally know him. Yeah. I, I, I know String Bean. I don't know Beaker. And I'm best friends with Obi-Wan. Right. And for some reason, a lot of us feel like we're best friends with Obi-Wan. Yeah. He's just that likable of a guy. Mm. Now, for those of you that don't know the story of Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is a childhood friend of mine for 25 years who has a magical gift with women and partying. They're really the only two things he gives two shits about. But he's also a great friend. Yeah. And he became friends with Travis uh, when they worked together at a restaurant. Yeah, years and years and years ago. I met Travis, uh, God, 12 years ago. I was ago. young. I was young, 13, yeah, probably 13 years ago. Yeah, and 
And uh, we met through Obi-Wan, and over time, Travis has moved around, and he came back a couple of years ago, and, and I told him that I kind of wanted to start podcasting. He was really someone who showed interest, and we actually built a friendship around that, and now today we podcast. But we also, that's, that's how we all kind of got to know one another, was through Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was dating... <sighs> The dog's ripping something else up now. Anyway, back to my... If you hear something being torn up, that's Sedano. <laughs> <laughs> Not great production quality, folks. Nah. It's, 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 uh, she's just ripping the shit out of me. She's going to town on that thing. I think they can hear it. She oh, yes. I can, clearly, I can clearly hear it through the headphones. <sighs> anyway. Now she's coming in the room. It's going to get louder. And you know what? Add something. There's a, there's a degree of authenticity here. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully you feel like you're in the room with us, folks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Obi-Wan was with String Bean for how long was it? Uh, eight years, I believe. Eight years. And neither person's fault. I mean, to say that she left Obi-Wan for Beaker would be an exaggeration. Obi-Wan as much as drove String Bean away because the relationship wasn't working. For like two, three years, it was just a fucking mess. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it should have been over before it it was. <laughs> I don't they, think they it, held out a little, a little longer than most people would have. I think. Would you say a slow motion car crash would be faster <laughs> than how they broke up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Oh man. This is a goddamn nightmare for even all their friends involved. Just everyone around it. Yeah, it was horrible. Remember uh, Big Grumpy because he lived with him for a period of time. Oh yeah, I think that's how he became Big Grumpy. Just living with the two of them. <laughs> living with the two of them. Because he was kind of a jovial Texan before that. Very light, he was. Yeah. And then after, they he just pounded the grumpiness into that guy. Three just, years later, he's like, fuck it this all. This days after days, <laughs> you know, what is it like, like water, um, like water smoothing the stone or whatever. And like, right. this was like the reverse effect. Like we had a smooth stone and then. Like lava hit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a abrasive bastard of a stone. Yeah. <laughs> he used to actually be a nice buffer because if you would hang out with the two of them, they could easily get on to one another. Oh, very just easy. Just be jump vicious. at it. Yep. So, uh, God, how did I end up bringing up String so, Bean? So, um, String Bean, Obi-Wan's gift. Oh, right, right. Uh, she had, he, a lot of her decor is still all over their place. Oh, terribly so. I, I, that that painting, that that double part, quote unquote oh, I painting. Fucking hate that. Thing. I hate it too so much. I seriously, I, every time I'm over there, I'm just like, dude, I'm gonna fucking burn that. Motel art is what it is. What? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, it's like this. W- would you say it's like twenties, thirty, forties? Probably like. It's kind of got like that Humphrey Bogart movie kind of feel to it, look to it. Like a Prince album cover if Prince were white. That. Haven't you seen his? It's very oil painting, kind of twenties esque sort it's, of. It's like a guy and a girl in a speakeasy, and like the, the guy's smoking a cigar and drinking a martini. Um, we were talking about different paintings. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, the you're one talking I'm about talking like about. the James Dean, but not but oil painting. Really, not James Dean. Yeah, the Target, the Target art. Yes, not the yes, motel yes, art. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every time I go over there, I always rip on him for his art. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. No, oh, no, no, no. He loves it. He wants to keep it there. He thinks it's like the coolest thing. Well, you know, I like to drink and uh, I like to smoke. And the guy in the thing is drinking and smoking. And, uh, you know, there's the woman. And uh, I like ladies. So uh, and she's drinking. 
And I think that's that's cool too. So it looks like uh, these two strangers are about to get together in a party. Doesn't that feel like the shorthand for I'm so fucking cheap, I don't want to replace it? <laughs> I don't even think it's I'm cheap. I think, I, think, cheap. I think he's holding on to something that isn't there. Ouch. You just made the smoothie go down harsh. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I, it, anyway, I wanted to put some stuff in there that is decidedly Obi-Wan. Yes, yes. And when you see this, you're going to love it. Okay. It's, just, it's so killer. I found it, uh, and I texted him about it, I think, on Thursday. And so... I got it up to Michael's yesterday, and they get a, they get a pretty good amount to frame shit, dude. Now, now let me ask you this: Where do you think he'll put? Oh, I just pop and peed. Where do you think he'll put the um, the art, the new art? Do you think that that he'll take down old art to put up the new art? Because uh, I've got a feeling this art is going right in the garage, especially if he likes it that much. Because where does he spend all of his time? True. I mean, I don't care where he puts it as long. I mean, I think he'll enjoy it, but it's not, it's not big enough to, it's not couch fair. It's not that big. Okay. It's probably a third the size of an average door. So what is that about 36 by 20, 36 by 30? Okay. So unfortunately. Kitchen area maybe. So unfortunately the target art is going to remain up. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was really hoping that you were going to give me some good news on I, that. I don't have that kind of coin yet. You know, yeah. that's, that's that's a two three parter. We're talking framed, looking good. That's yeah. five six hundred bucks minimum. Damn, damn. Unless we go back to Target art. Yeah, which then, yeah. <sighs> what, what are you? She's chewing on the table. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear it. So it's just, it's the light thunder that's coming through the microphone is the Danif chewing on the wood table. The expensive wood table. Keep going. Good doggy. Oh, what else do we have on the table today? You know, I got a weird text message from you. Yeah. And you often vent through text to me. And it's just out of the blue. Yeah. Well, it's I'm at work and then I just get a second to like just, you know, have a moment to myself and I'm just, ah, and then boom, it's out there. And then I got to go back to doing what I was doing. Specifically, fuck her, fuck the penny tray. What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't. Ex- I didn't go into. It. I was busy, and I was going through my text messages trying to figure out what time we we're going to meet today. And I'm like, "Fuck her! Fuck the penny tray!" So we have this. Uh, we have this customer. Then she likes to come in, and you know, we have to give a penny, take a penny, mm-hmm. and no matter how, whether there's one penny in there or it's full of pennies, every time she comes in, she proceeds to take. All of the pennies from the penny tray. Sometimes there's silver in there too. You know, you got your nickels, dimes, quarters. She'll proceed to take whatever's in the penny tray and put it in her pocket and walk out the door. And nobody says anything to her? Not yet. Not yet. I've yet to catch her red handed doing it. Uh, someone just kind of told me, oh, Penny Woman just came in. Who the fuck's Penny? Wait, she just fucking did that? Yeah, right. Why didn't she fucking say anything? I think I would say something. Yeah. Oh, if she did. Well, I get. I say something when someone, okay, let's first start with a question. What is the appropriate etiquette when it comes to the give a penny, take a penny? Now, obviously, you can give however much you want to give, but when it comes to the taketh part, how much is it appropriate to take out of a penny tray? Well, I think there's a decorum to giving, too. Really? Nickels and pennies, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. Once you start throwing the dimes and quarters around... Who do you think you are? Right, 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 right. I don't need your fucking charity, <laughs> you know? And then if I dip into it, I have a three-cent threshold. Same here. So, so that must be 
common. And three maybe, sets seems common. Maybe, yeah, or maybe we're just on the same page here. But my, okay, my philosophy for three is, okay, it's give a penny, take a penny. If you're getting past three pennies, you're rounding up to the nickel now. You know, you may as well just reach into your fucking pocket and pull out a nickel. Or a one. Or a one, yeah. Because you're, you're rounding up to silver at that point. point. We're, uh, we're past copper. Right. Because it's a penny. It's a it's penny. not nickel. It's a penny. Dime yeah. or quarter. Yeah, it's a penny. Yeah, not, not give a silver, take a silver. I can tell you that if I was behind somebody in line and they just picked up a full penny tray and put it in their purse, I would have issue with that. Yeah, because you're like, maybe I could have used the penny. One. One to three pennies. Well, what are we doing here? Yeah. What, what, what do you think that's getting you? Are, are, are you getting, what, what are you going to get? I mean, even if you went and did that to every store in the local area, are you still even going to be able to buy a Gatorade? Before you have to replace the teeth that get knocked out? Yeah. Because yeah. that's just rude. Yeah. You're literally inconveniencing probably dozens of people so you can have 17 cents. So I do. Whenever someone takes more than three pennies, I, uh, I tend to call them out on it. I say, hey. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that's not what that's for. That's not what that's for. Yeah. It's give a penny. Take a penny. You think, and the funny thing is what they always end up doing after they do that, they magically then find... You know, they'll take six out and, you know, just six because it's a dollar six or something. They'll take six out of the penny tray. And then after I call them out on it, oh, magically a nickel shows up out of their pockets. And then they put it in the tr- because I just guilted them into it. But you have customers that's. I've worked a lot of shit jobs. Let's just say it. They were shit jobs. Yeah. I loved working at Spencer's and I loved working at Office Max, but they were shit jobs. Right. You know, you weren't, uh, you weren't going anywhere. No. And you would. They were weird enough jobs where you would run into personality types that were just, I don't know, fucking moron customers. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you look at the person, you're like, hey, fucking morons, anything going up? There's, there's nothing going on up there, is there? If you do something more than, say, 10 times a week, yeah, there should be some muscle memory there. Yeah. You should get it. Yeah. So when you're fumbling around and fucking around at the register and without a clue, Somebody needs to come down on you. There's a decorum, don't you think? There is. There is. And I, I do. I do think you should be called out. Um, I mean, there's definitely do's and don'ts as being a customer. I'm going to start, actually. Um, I'm going to start in the parking lot. Don't double fucking park. Fair enough. I agree. Don't. Unless you're... You know what? I, I can get behind you if you go way to the back. and Maybe you're borrowing somebody's car. Maybe you're... Not insured. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason you need more time. You don't want to park around anybody. Maybe you're phobic. That's fine. But yeah. Get away from the front door. Yeah. No, what it always is, is it's always a dude in his brand new pickup truck or some old guy that just got his dream hot rod, comes in, takes up four spaces right towards the front because he doesn't want anyone. Even the Danif's pissed. Yeah. She doesn't even have a license. Yeah. Yeah. She's seen it. She's she seen it. In her short life, she's seen plenty of assholes. She's already seen it. Um, yeah, why do you... I mean, I get it. You don't want your little dream car getting scratched up or something. But if you're that paranoid of it, to me, that tells me like you can't even enjoy the thing. Why'd you even buy it in the first place? Don't take it out. At that point, it's just a model. Buy a model car. It's cheaper. How about backing up? Yesterday, I was at... Uh, I was you know in a little multiplex... And I'm behind this person, and they th- this particular parking lot, you could have backed a semi-truck up. Yeah. Easily 40, 40 seconds, maybe a minute to back their car up. That's too long. 
That doesn't sound long. That's long to just make a right turn or a right, a right angle turn out and pull away. Right. The person must have been in their 40s. Let's fucking pull it together. Yeah. You've been, you should have been doing this for a while now. You know, if you're 40, what? That's about 24 years you've been driving? Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. You know. we, uh, we don't know what age you really started at. Pull it together. That shit all transfers to the road. We're going to put up with all that bullshit on the road. Yeah. I agree with you. And then, yeah. then when they walk in, right? So you're going to go into the store. You, you want to get behind people. You know, it's fine if you want to stay to the one side of the aisle. You know, you want to read labels and shit. Yeah. But you don't go cockeyed. You don't right. take up the whole aisle so you can read the back of the applesauce label. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Park your cart right in the middle of the aisle. Mm. Fantastic. I mean, do, do, you, do you drive in the middle of the road? Not sober. Not sober. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe everyone out there is just fucking drunk then. That are, <laughs> we, should, uh, we should have like, uh, like um, fucking grocery store police or something that go around with uh, fucking breathalyzers. Um, ma'am, I noticed that you're parked in the middle of the aisle. I'm going to have to ask you to submit to a breath test. <laughs> Do you have an etiquette? Now, you, neither you or I are parents. Right. So that should be said because we may offend some parents. But yeah. when the kid cry, you know, the kid cries, right? Yeah. As children do. Right, they do. At what point does a person pass the, okay, your kid's acting up and you should remove them from the environment? How long do the rest of us put up, you know, are, are expected to suffer through that? Well, for me, 20 seconds of it seems like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Okay, so 20 seconds is the bachelor threshold. Now, for other parents that are understandable towards a child acting up, is it like three minutes? Mm, I'm trying to think back to like when I was with someone. With oh, shit. Don't even go back to when we were kids because you know and I know with, with, with the way it was then. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up or you're going you're gonna to get, get spanked. It. You're going to get it. You're going to go out to the car. They'll leave you in the car. Yep. None of the ways we were brought up are appropriate today. No. no. <laughs> you can't leave kids We'd in have cars. so many parents in jail. Oh, it'd be brutal. <laughs> We'd have been raising ourselves because all of our parents would have been in fucking jail. But today's standard, right, <laughs> is way different. It is different. I don't know if I, I don't know. I think there's got to be a happy medium between the two, um, between uh, the old and the new. Because something's clearly not working. Because Johnny, please be quiet. Johnny, please. Really, you're asking a kid, please. Why are you asking your kid, please? Yeah, you're, 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 you're. That didn't happen. You're in charge. Yeah, I got to look, and that's all it was really required. Yep. I'd be kind of acting up, and my dad would look at me, and I'd either cry harder because yeah, I knew I was knew. already screwed. Yeah. Or it was immediately quiet, and then you're just kind of <laughs> stifling yeah. him back. Yeah. Yep. It's not like that anymore. No, not There's at all. There's no uh, training through brutality. No. Not uh, that my dad was brutal, but, you know, it was just a different time. It was. So, I don't know. I, I think three minutes is fair. Um, if you can be quick and efficient about it, then, you know, like, if you can make your purchase within the three minutes, cool. Um, I'm about to sneeze. Is that too long, three minutes? Um, that was a sneeze. Did you just sneeze? I sneezed, like... Well, I sneezed off my, and I did, I did it appropriately it. into my elbow. That's not a sneeze. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> a sneeze is more full-bodied. What was that? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that, was, that was, I was holding back. Would you normally a chew or? I would normally a chew and let it go, but. That must have yeah, been painful. A little bit. My stomach's a little sore. <laughs> anyway, so if you're at a restaurant, it's not three minutes. If you're at a restaurant, I think you need to remove that element very quickly because there are people trying to enjoy a dining experience. Well, and some people 
you know, have strong feelings about children one way or another. And even though you're in love with your kids and it's a big magical experience for you, a lot of people do not like kids, period. <laughs> there are people For that do not like kids. For a variety of reasons. They're just not into it. Yeah. Particularly don't want to hear them whining, bitching, crying, walking around, running around freely. Yeah. There's a customer habit I don't like where the kids are unmanaged. They're just allowed. That's like the store is their fucking playground. Yeah. Like, isn't that mm-hmm. cute? Isn't it cute that Tammy just, you know, dove into the c- the cereal boxes? Oh, it's just so funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at the mess she made. Oh, ooh, Instagram photo. Instagram photo. Yeah. I don't think that shit's cute. In no. fact, it's not that I even blame the kid. I look at the parent like, is there an attention deficit here where do we all need to acknowledge this for you or what's going on? Well, one thing I've noticed within like uh, our generation with the parents is uh, one thing that I hear a lot about is, well, my, my parents were so strict on me and I swore growing up that if I ever had kids, I, I would never be, I would never be that to them. And so, okay, so you're going to let your kid run around undisciplined, unchecked. Sounds to me like you're raising a fucking asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you friends with your parents? Am I friends with my parents? Mm-hmm. No. You're not. No, they're very much my parents. Do I hang out with my parents? Yeah, I mean as you become adults, you know, it's just it's a natural progression of life. When you become an adult, then you can do more like you can have a beer with your dad. You you know what I mean? You you can talk a little more openly about things with your parents as you get older. That's when you're an adult and you've already learned respect and they've already hopefully molded you into a decent person. But when if you're, that happens, right? If that happens. Which feels rare. Yeah. I don't know how good of a job. My, but they at least molded me into a person that you know, will say, please, thank you. I don't feel like I own the world. But we agree there's no shortage of assholes. So there's a no. number of people that aren't doing their job. Right. So I just don't think that the kids, sh- should the inmates be running the asylum, basically? Never. Exactly. Never should they be. And, uh, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not anti-kid. I'm not. Same here. Love them. I think they're cute. As You know, we're dealing with a little know, baby dog right now who's yeah. driving me up the fucking wall. What yeah. is it tearing She's up now? She's cute. She's adorable. Back to the power cord. Oh, right. But I don't baby. think that's cute. Like, our whole time I'm uncomfortable thinking, man, I'm doing this thing with this guy. He's taking his time off. We're podcasting. And now we're babysitting this puppy while we're doing it. Yeah. It must be irritating to him. It's throwing me off my game a little. Yeah, I'm not it's gonna irritating, lie. right? Yeah, yeah, it's throwing me off my game here. Now imagine it was loudly barking the whole damn time. Yeah. How long is that appropriate? Is it really three minutes? <sighs> Minute tops. Minute tops. See, and at dinner, I think it's even shorter than that. The second you can see major breakdowns about to happen, kid Outside. needs to go. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. In a store, should never run around freely. Nope. That's a big no-no to me. Yeah, if your kid's that out of control, give him a fucking harness. Yeah. <laughs> Get, get what? Oh. Yeah. She's got power. You know what we might do? Put What's her on it? the other side of that door. All right. Is she going to whine? Now, hold on. We're going to pause the show for one second while I, while I do this. Oh. Okay. We're back. We're recording. And the Danif is now on the other side of that wall. She'll probably defecate or urinate in that area as a thank you to isolating her. Yeah. Great. 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 You know, it's funny, though. We're talking about these parents and how they'll make up excuses. Oh, little Johnny, just he's just expressing himself. And that, it was funny, though. Like while we were out, you know, while we were pausing there, I was kind of thinking back to when you're like, oh, she'll just be up for four minutes and then uh, <laughs> and then she'll be back asleep. I know. She's an asshole. <laughs> and she started disrupting things, so she needs to go. Yeah. Get out of the environment. Right, right. Take a little, take a, you know, go to your room. 
Yeah, because it's not cute. Once no. she starts ripping at the power cords, it's not cute. Yeah. See, look at her. She's already plotting something. Yeah, yeah. She's she's scheming. She's mm. she's pacing. She's an asshole. She is. She'll pacing. probably look right at me and do something naughty. Here we go. Nope, nope. Pacing still. Uh, all right. So, um, so anywho, we so were yeah. talking about these bad customers that uh, that uh, you encounter all of the time. Actually, all of us encounter all the time. I uh, I don't know though if the experiences that we all share are equivalent to the person that has to take the beating in the transaction, which would be the cashier. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's it's. You know, I've always said I think people should have to like wait tables for a year and have not like one of those, oh, well, I have money, I can just go back. No, like we're taking away your money. And if you do a good job of waiting tables at the end of that year and surviving off of waiting tables, you can get your money back. If you don't, then you got to go, you got to go another year. Um, I think the same thing for cashiering, just any, you know, any of those service type deals. So people can kind of see, oh man, I do that. So yesterday, uh, for example, don't sing when you're in the queue. I had a guy singing in the queue. And not singing. Um, actually, it was like a song that I really like. It's, it's kind of actually one of the few pop, more popular, recent popular songs. It's that, uh, oh God, now I, don't, I can't even think of the name of the song. It's called, uh, it's by uh, Empire of the Sun. It's the pop, Walking on a Dream. And the guy um, was just going... Like that. Yeah, I'm annoyed by it right now. Yeah, just I, I, I annoyed myself doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed with myself having done that. You know that's that. going to be permanent, right? What's oh, the that noise you just made? Yeah, well, fucking thank you, guy, for Some doing that. Some poor bastard's going to go back through family tree and they're going to locate this little. This little gem, and then you're like, oh shit. I'm related my, to that. That's my fucking great grandfather. Okay, Dad. now listen to me, great grandson or great granddaughter. <laughs> it's just an impersonation. <laughs> it's just, it's called acting. It's not real. I didn't do this myself. It's some other guy. But you did do it. I All did. right, so guy does this in line. Do you say something as a cashier? I would have. I just fucking stare daggers at him. Um, Oh, I was ready to. I was ready to, but it's of course uh, 9:30 at night. Liquor stores close at 10 o'clock at night on a Saturday, and they're closed on Sundays here in Minnesota. Here in Minnesota, so you get the fucking on just the the rush of fucking idiots. You know, last minute. Oh fuck! I can't buy booze tomorrow. I gotta go out and get it now. I've waited to the last possible minute. So I'm dealing with that rush while this guy is just standing there being impatient. And I'm just trying to get as many people through as possible so I can just get to him and get him the fuck out. Well, I got a bone to pick with cashiers, actually. Okay. <clears throat> Let's start with, why don't you say thank you? Why don't I, I came, bought a bottle from you or whatever I bought from you. I gave you money for it. And then typically, hand me my change. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for coming here. That doesn't get said anymore. Well, usually cashiers are pretty underpaid, so they could really give a shit less about the owner and whether his business succeeds or not. Okay, so because... So, so thank you. So customer service is gone and customer relations is gone because employee-employer relations are gone. Right. Okay, all right. I don't know I can necessarily get behind that, but okay. Uh, number two, why can't I just hand you my fucking credit card? 
Oh, and by the way, um, I always do say thank you. Okay, so you're an exception or, to an otherwise or, you know, decent Or, role. yeah, yeah, you know, have a nice day or, you know, uh, what's another one? You know, take care. Mm-hmm. Just something. Something to send you out with. Okay, so you're the one out of a hundred that does that. Yeah, some of our other guys do too. Most In your shopping experience, how often do people go, okay, thank you? I don't really pay attention to it because I know that they're probably miserable back there. Okay, so you took... I can relate. You, you think, though, that more so than not, you don't get the thank you? Mm. You don't know. And you're biased because you're a cashier. I was so about let's to say, just move I, on. I can't betray my brethren. Let's just fucking move on, Can't okay? betray my brethren. Let's go to number two. What's I want to just buy the shit, okay? I want to hand you my fucking money and be done with it. I don't want to hand you my card only to have you hand me back the card. And now I've either got to slide the card through or insert the card, decide if I want to enter a pin or it's going to be credit. Do I want the email receipt sent to my email or do I want a paper copy? Would I like to sign up for a card so that I get an extra percentage off? Is this going to be used? Do I want cash back? Yeah. Did I enjoy my fucking shopping experience? If you really want to get dicked over, pay at your table at Chili's and go through the 10 fucking question survey. I can't handle it. I just want you to take the goddamn card and get me on my way. Would you like a copy of your receipt with that? If you handle the rest of it, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want... If, if, what is your purpose? What is your purpose behind the counter? If I can just take the card, put it in the machine, and walk out with my shit? I don't know. So basically you're saying uh, robots. Robots are the ways of the future, and people won't be employed then? Well, you don't say thank you. You ask me. I have to ask, or you ask me if I'd like a bag, okay. and I handle the majority of the transaction myself. What the fuck are you doing? Well, there's already security at the door for Best Buy, Target two, any gro- any any grocery store. There's one moron manning four machines that couldn't possibly make it any faster. Right. The slowest thing in the world is to put the whole transaction in the consumer's hands because they're retarded. You go to self checkout. Yeah, that's right. I'm taking retarded away from you this week. You go to self checkout <laughs> and you sit there. And you watch this person fumble about, they don't understand that the goddamn pop has to go on the weight counter and he can't do multiple items before you set them down. And then they decide not to bag a few items. All of a sudden, the light's flashing and now we're a register down. Yep. Within, if, they, if we're really rocking and rolling around dinner time, you can expect the whole thing to be jammed with morons. It'll just All the lights will be flashing. The stupid person managing the four machines can't scan her ID fast enough to make up for the moron mistakes going on. It's a nightmare. That's why you have the human. The human will just beep, 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 beep. Get your shit, bag it. All right, pay. Well, they don't bag Let's get it. You. Although there's a well, new they, we're talking, we're talking don't. grocery stores here. I don't work we, in a grocery store. We can go. Uh, that, that was that was annoying. That is annoying me lately. Like you, you're making me fucking do your job. Plus, not even your job because it's not even the cash. You know, remember they used to have bagger boys, like baggers yep. back in the day. And those are coming back, by the way. I hope so because that's how a lot of high school kids got jobs. You know? or, or felons, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're taking jobs away from people. I mean, not the felons. By, making, jobs. by, making, the, uh, by making the customer fucking do the work. Right. That was Dana. She's not in, for, for, in favor either. Yep. She's, she's, she's. she's pounding on the doors outside our little recording room here, letting us know she's and broken. And she broke in. I think the saga of the Dana, I don't think I'm going to be able to bring her with me anymore. I don't think this is working out too just, good. Just like the kid crying that Dana has lost recording privileges. Yeah. This, this, 
Yeah. Listen. Until, and, until she can learn to. Uh, until she's older. Yeah. While she's using my cell phone. Uh, I've really tried people. I've tried to make this a professional experience, and, and the, the dogs ruined it. We're falling apart. We should have just drank. We should have just gotten blitzed. It would have been a better podcast. Probably. (laughs) Just two drunk guys playing with a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be a total asshole to everyone that works these frontline jobs, but as as a person, as as a cashier, aren't you sitting there like, couldn't this go so much faster? And isn't it better when I would hand you my ID... You would grab my credit card and my ID, watch me sign, and at least make a comparison. There's no way any stranger can take my credit card through any store and buy shit unabated. No, that's funny because usually what I do is um, I always check the back of the credit card, and a lot of people have CID on it, and it'll be a 70-year-old woman, and I'll say, can I see your ID? So interesting story about CID. If you take that to the post office, the post office will make you sign the back of the CID credit card. Really? Yep. They will not accept it unless you sign it, the back of your card. So that's why I've seen CID and then a signature next to it. Yeah, because of some hostile PTSD kind of so you know sociopath cashier behind the mail counter who is just pissed at the world has made you sign it because it's not sufficient. As if they have the security credential to even do that. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know why they would. What the fuck, man? This Shh. this is just going off the rails here. The dog? Yeah, I know. She wants to play. <laughs> the dog, the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. I brought the Dana. It's my fault. She wasn't like this last time. Remember, she just laid in our arms and was cool. Well, yeah, well, she was brand new. She was tiny. You know, she's. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. All right, all right. We're gonna handle this. Okay. It's, it's I like the authenticity. Back to the cord. Back chewing right, on the cord. So grab the Dana real quick. Okay. Take her like this? Yep. All right. Now you just hold her like that. Okay. Now she, she will touch your face. Oh, yeah. She's licking it up. And she'll lick. Oh, yeah. Don't let her bite the microphone. Oh, shit. How's it going over there, man? This is... She's wiggling. Jesus. She bites, she wiggles, she gnaws, she barks, she chases. She does inevitably sleep, though. Inevitably, huh? There you go. Is that wearing you out? Chewing, chewing on my hand there? Probably, that- probably the wrong message to send. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> ah, is, uh, that, is that Gatorade bottle empty yet? No. <sighs> How about the other Gatorade bottle? Oh, that's full. You, brought, you came two-fisting it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to uh, keep the voice uh, smooth, you know? <sighs> well. Um, okay, she's falling off here. You mean she's starting to tone down? No. Or she's killing you? No, she's literally falling off the chair. Well, she's gotten big. Oh, you're massive. When I brought her home, she weighed about 16 pounds. Now she weighs about 32. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's definitely doubled up. Thank the people at the pet stop, man. And they brought up. her back to life. Yep, doubled up in energy. Okay, that's 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 my hair. She loves to bite on here. Ah, well, this is. I, I wish I could be filming this because the dog is both licking and attacking Travis. And although it looks like a cute puppy, it's really just hell on wheels, and the tail's wagging the whole time. So yeah. he's not really quite sure what to do. Yeah, and how big is this thing gonna get? Uh, probably another six times that. Yeah, yeah, she'll be able to bite my head off. Well, actually, she'll be looking at you eye to eye. I should sleep in the seated position. 
right. should be about 170, 180. And the headphones are off. Hey. She could be bigger, I suppose. The largest dog in the world was the runt of the litter. <laughs> All right. She's, this she's isn't wrapped going around well, my head. This isn't going well. Hold on. Let me go help you. All right, we'll be doing the remainder of this podcast with dog in hand. All right, what are we we at at time? Oh, don't worry about it. They didn't even get one last week. They'll probably just be happy to hear us, you know, on air. Just just fumble about. Yeah, like the guys actually showed up this week. Way to go. Yeah, right. (laughs) Put in some effort. (laughs) Okay, Wolf. I'll knock it off. You behave. All right. We've got an attentive dog. <laughs> she's good. She just needs to sit like a person and she's fine. It's <laughs> great on her like a little baby. She just sits on her butt just like a person would. Just uh, upright. Uh, just the, you know, the personification mm-hmm. of the pup. All right. We're getting that for the, for the social media feed. Oh, wait. This always sucks. Where you sit at, I can never do these action shots of you because of the fucking light coming in. It always obscures it. Do you ever do this to your dog? Do you ever do this? Watch this. (laughs) What the fuck was that? No. If you blow right into their nose, you throw them totally up. (laughs) Like, what the fuck was that? Yep. What's going on here? Her lips are so big, they just flap in the air. (laughs) Okay. So Uh, I was was checking out yesterday, and... um, I don't know how we got into this whole retail thing because we were going to go a totally different direction with this whole, this yeah, whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had a list of things that I was ready to rattle off to you. You know, like uh, don't ask the ca- don't tell the cashier that it's a lovely fucking day outside when it's a fucking lovely day outside because <laughs> God, <laughs> she wants your attention. She clearly, she does. Yes. Oh. She's, she's looking like kind of like forlornly now, like Travis. Yeah, she's trapped and Jeez. she hates it. Um, well, we were going to go through a lot of different things. And maybe what we'll do is we'll run this another 10 minutes as a part A podcast and we'll give them back last week in a part B. What do you think about that? All right. Yeah, sounds good. And then we can put, we'll put little Miss Dana outside for a little while so she can chillax and then we won't be interrupted for a spell. Okay. So we'll call this part A. All right, this is part Which A. Which is completely and totally impromptu, by the way, folks. We didn't anticipate doing this much <laughs> podcasting today, but the wolf and then the obvious yeah. angst I have for checking out. Yeah, we, well, we actually had a streamlined uh, show set up for you today. and uh, Got shot to shit. Got just shot to hell with a, with a Danith bullet. Yeah. <laughs> How about... Let's I was talking about yesterday, and I was I was I was going to mention when I checked out. I was I was at Costco. Oh, you were okay, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we were I don't know. We we're just trying to get some. You know, you can really get screwed at the big box discount like Sam's and Costco because mm. you really don't need two gallons of peanut butter. No, you don't. And you're maybe saving like twelve cents per pound or whatnot. It right. really doesn't flow the right way. So anyway. This woman walks up to me and she says, uh, hey, uh, she walks right up to my wife and I and she's like, uh, I just need to see your arm for a second. What? Right. Just out of the blue. And she's wearing a, a, a pharmacy jacket. Okay. And I was like, okay. And she's like, we're just doing a, a quick a quick sample on all of our customers today. And I said, no, you're Sam- not. Sample of what? And she's like, I just need your arm for a second. And I was like, for what? You need my she- genetic material? Like... 
she whips out a beauty product moisturizer. And this uh, is how she's selling the beauty product moisturizer. That's a bit intrusive. Like, that's big brother. Pushy, right? Yeah. Well, not only that, it's kind of creepy. So I'm like, no, you know, I don't want that. And all of a sudden I'm looking at her and I realize that she has a condition that I see on women all of the time and some men. She has resting bitch face. I have heard of this. She just constantly looks angry and pissed. I have heard of this. Uh, if you guys remember the wrench. Mm. Um, and if you remember the felon, the felon, when I was hanging out with the felon, he was like, eh, fuck her anyway. She's got resting bitch face. She did. I did not know that. I have not yeah. seen the wrench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not too many have. Apparently, she's been coming back around the old store since I transferred out. Well, clearly, you made she- things uncomfortable with her by documenting your entire relationship <laughs> and making it public. <laughs> no one knows who she is outside of the people that know who she is. <laughs> Which are all of the people she would see there. Right. <laughs> so she had resting bitch face as well. Why would you give a salesperson rest with resting bitch face a, a, that type of job? <laughs> I don't know. Right? <laughs> what a nightmare. It's very similar to prick paralysis, which most, most managers have, where they just constantly, you just look at the dude, and you're like, oh, he's a fucking prick. Okay. I've, see, I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'd heard of the resting bitch face through the guy saying, you know, the wrench has resting bitch face. Do you think that looks are deceiving? How often have you run into someone who had resting bitch face or prick paralysis and thought, oh, I'm totally surprised. That's the coolest person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I guess, um, like I said, the main example that I have would be the wrench. And we all know how that turned out. Well, it actually went pretty good. I mean, you were kind of shitty about what happened, but it went pretty good. It did and it didn't. As far as most men would gauge that, it was the perfect relationship. <laughs> uh, Very little work, single serving, uh, 100% it, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you take it as, as that without the whole, you know, what? Games. Game, yeah, month of head games. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with, with what you're saying. It's the fact that it was followed up with a month of head games. Right. Then just games. And uh, Which we've said can be fun, but in this case weren't the kind of games that were fun. No, these were not fun games. These were not fun games. Games can be fun, but this was not a game. This was not. These were not fun games. And that is the only person you can think of that. And that's well, that's 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 the primary example of that that comes to my mind of wrestling because that's kind of when I first Mm -hmm. heard about it. Right. Well, I don't know why you'd put a person like that in sales, particularly to ask me for my arm for a second, because we're testing a random sampling of customers. I thought it was a military issue for one second. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you're randomly testing customers? Yeah. Maybe Costco's Maybe trying I'd to build a, build a fleet of, like, clone, uh, you know, clone cashiers or something that they can pay less. Instead, know? it's just some sort of, you know, somebody rented space on the, on the Costco floor trying to hustle some cream. Some product, yeah. Just be like, hey. I've got some product here. Would you like to try it out? That's all you got to say. I'm used to that at the mall where you're walking and the people that occupy like the center kiosks in the mall accost you for something, you know, fly this plane, put on this beauty product, try these new shirts. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll, you know, if you're there with like a girl, typically the perfume people, they'll just spray her in the face with the perfume. Right. (laughs) Like the fuck did you just do to my friend here? (laughs) It's a battlefield, but you're, you, you know, you're prepared for it. You see it coming. Usually it's not a person in a lab jacket saying, um... We just like to take a random sample. Here's the funny thing too: is she's in like in a lab coat. Do you think she's like a dermatologist? 
Oh, no. Do you think she's even like the assistant to a dermatologist? No, she was resting bitch face, upset, probably travels for a living. And this is just high one school of education, stops. maybe. Maybe a couple sad semesters in college, like me. I don't know that it was even education based. I think that she's just pissed. You know, there's just people that are just pissed. Like, I sound like no, I'm pissed no, all but the I'm time. Saying but I'm is, happy. Right. But what I'm saying is she's walking around in a fucking lab coat. Now, to me, that would tell me, like, you have some credentials to your name. Some of those people make good money despite what you think, like crazy money. Okay, but it's not about money. I see someone in a lab coat telling me they're going to take a sample. I think that they've got a PhD. Well, until maybe they without the cream. Maybe they're an <laughs> RPH, you know? Right. I agree with you. I believe that they're selling me. They're sell- and the first, first contact is I'm qualified. Right. With the letdown of here's some cream. Here's some cream. (laughs) (laughs) Now, granted, you can, like I said, you can go to a doctor. They'll issue you some cream. They'll prescribe you, I should say, some cream. And then you'll take it to a pharmacist who typically do wear the white coats. And they will get you the, well, technically the technician will get you the cream. They'll just check it off and give it to you, tell you how to use it. And then they'll make, you know, a hundred times the amount of money that the, uh, technician that essentially prepared it for you is making but as we've said with dr feelgood who the hell wants to go through that process to administer legal narcotics being a pharmacist i'll bet the education standard is equivalent to any doctor Mm. was it eight years and then to even get into pharmacy school don't you have to have like spot on grades it's a tough deal it's a tough deal um I don't know. I didn't look too much into it. As soon as I heard like... That's how they make bank. Yeah, as soon as I heard like six years or something, and then I heard about the student loan and how long it would take you to pay that back, it was kind of like, oh, fuck that. And like I said before, the Adderall addiction, you're going to have to feed that somehow, so you got to complete the degree. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So while you were gone, did you find anything new? We will wrap this Part A podcast the way we've been wrapping our new podcast. Tell me something new, something i got to check out. (laughs) Outside of the Baby Island cassette that I just got. Yes, outside of that. What have you been outside watching? What have you been doing? I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm actually going to let you go first. I had one, and then I lost it. I've, I'm terribly distracted this, this episode. By the wolf? By the wolf. I actually did have something. I came in here prepared with something. and uh, just, Now it's gone? It's gone. Um, this is something I think a lot of people have been watching that I'm not recommending at all. I just want you to check it out and send me any feedback you have through our website. Have you heard of the show Trailer Park Boys? Yep. Okay, I don't get it. Uh, a lot of people love it. A lot Why? of people love it. I, I've only... I saw one clip that like legitimately made me laugh. Like, I saw one hilarious 30-second clip that made me laugh. Okay, is that all you've ever seen of it? And it made but me laugh. outside of that, uh, anything else that I've seen, not so much. I'm three episodes in, and I just wanted to fucking pull it together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just watching these people. I'm like, pull it together, man. Right, right. It's like those shows were just even like the, like an old show. Like actually, you know, Faulty Towers. If you want to see bumbling around and fucking up done well, watch Faulty Towers. John Cleese or Cleese. It's Cleese, like cheese. Cleese from Monty Python. It's back in the '70s. Did a show called Faulty Towers about a guy that can just never get anything right. Always fucking everything up, and he always loses in the end. Kind of like an Al Bundy, but with more dignity. That's your check it out thing, because I know that's where to not watch my check mine. it out. No, no, that's, you can watch mine on Netflix. Where can we see yours? Uh, it was on Netflix for a while. Uh, I have the DVD. It's only like five to eight episodes. 
All right, so you're going to have to give us something and a location to find it. Or so anyway, that wasn't even my thing. That okay. wasn't even... I'm okay. just saying, like, if you want to see fucking up, like, a show about a guy that just fucks up and never gets anything right, if you want to see a show... Like Mr. That, Bean? Yeah, doing that, doing it right. Check out Faulty Towers instead of watching Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, because it's still... Is it still going? Trailer Park Boys is still getting new episodes or no? I know it started uh, in, like, no 01. I watched the first two episodes last night, and I... I'm usually pretty like mellow about shit like that. Like yeah. I can watch stupidity and it's funny and have a good time. This just bothered me. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Eastbound and Down is a way better version of Trailer Park Boys, in my opinion. But whatever. yeah, but at least the guy has like some success. Yeah, it, it, you know, there's a there's a character arc, right? So, um, actually, all right, I guess for mine. Uh, I, I did have like a food. I had a place to go to, like an actual place to go to. I had it and. Thank you, Wolf. You fucked that up. And maybe I'll think of it next week. Uh, so I'll go with a, um, since you're saying Netflix, something that's uh, accessible to people that they can um, Are we really, out. like, as an audience, waiting for you to come up with something? Yeah. Okay, forget so it. So it's, uh, yeah, fuck it this week. Forget uh, it, man. Forget but it. We'll check out Baby Island. Two. Yeah, check out Baby <laughs> Island. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you in Part B. Yeah. Um, oh, Fourth of July, any plans? Well, we'll discuss it in part B. Sounds good. All right. To be continued. To be continued. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at when life attacks at gmail.com. Are you sure you want to do this? I don't think you know what you're getting into. Come on, Brandon. I've watched you guys work for years. You don't have to be a Harvard graduate. Just dog. What the hell is this dog in Mexico? They wouldn't take him. What's wrong with him? I didn't say there was anything wrong with him. Come on, Brandon. You got a few personality quirks. You should relate to that. Wait a minute. Hold on. He's not a retard, is he? Hey, Dooley, this dog's seen more action than me and you put together. Maybe a little too much. He's a little stressed out. What do you mean by that? Well, nothing. Just that he's peculiar from time to time. Peculiar? How come he's back here? He's not real social.